We're inside the Bulldogs camp at the start of our broadcast tonight with the Executive Director of Football, Chris Grant. Granny, great to have you on AFL Nation. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, boys, for having me on. Are you feeling just a level of frustration at the moment as this team strives to grow into what you imagine it should be? Uh, yes and yes. Um, yeah, no, it has been a little bit like that. It's um, The good is incredibly encouraging, um, and the, the frustrating part about that is just the inability to be able to do that over a quality four-quarter performance. Uh, we've had a game or two um, where we have been able to do that, and we really like what we saw. Um, and then, you know, we've, we've played some very good football against some very good football teams, um, teams that are at the top of the ladder um, or near the top of the ladder, and certainly teams above us. Um, so we like what we see when we do it well, um, just not consistently enough at the moment. Hey, Chris Dermott here. Um, good luck tonight. Can Thanks, I ask Danny. you where you were in 2016? I know it's a way back, but where you were, the pitch downwards, the, the, the curve up, and well, let's hope that the curve's going up still. How far up are you on that curve? How close are you to where you want? I know the end result will justify itself as a, a flag, but in your opinion, how far up the upward curve are you towards the ultimate? Oh, good question, Derm, um, and a hard one to answer um, quickly. I, you know, on, on reflection, I think over the, um, the period of time, um, obviously we, uh, we spiked and spiked very quickly. Um, and then an enormous change to the list and personnel, um, you know, during the, the 17 to probably 20 period. Um, you know, and the personnel that uh, we weren't really um, forecasting that we'd uh, lose from the team as quickly as we did, um, you know, Clay Smith, um, Liam Pickin, uh, Dale Morris, um, you know, Boydy, we'd, we'd sort of anticipate, as in Matthew Boyd, we'd anticipate it was, you know, probably coming sooner rather than later. Um, but... You know, the reason I'm referencing those plays is because of the, the hard edge and the stability they provided us um, in the positions that they played. Um, so we, we found the going tough um, during that, that 17 to, to 20 period. Um, and then obviously we came out of it um, and spiked again to, to make a grand final in 21. Um, where we are at the moment, um, it is hard to know because the inconsistency um, has been consistent. Um, and, and, that, and that means that um, we're not really able to get a real fair handle on, uh, on where on that line we might be at the moment, Derm, because you know, until we're able to do it over, sort of, I guess, multiple weeks um, to give us a good look at it, um, it's probably a bit hard to say at the moment. Um, the encouraging thing, as I sort of referenced before, um, is that the good footy is very good. Um, we've been able to really test some very good teams. Um, as I said, they're um, towards the top of the ladder and on top of the ladder. Um, and we've really liked what we've seen. Um, our challenge um, and in the run home is we've really got to find that consistency and find it quickly um, because we just can't rely. I know we've done it very well in 16 and 21 with our run during the final series. Um, but you, 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 know, you, you open yourself up to you know, um, one misstep uh, and you're out. Um, and we want to be in a position where we've got a, uh, an ability to be able to um, have uh, confidence in what we're going to do by the time we get to the final series as opposed to a surprise. So the reason I was asking the question is because I'm struggling to identify where you are plotted on this graph at the moment. I know everybody, the perfect world you've got start. You've got an all-Australian team, you know, you're 18 of them out there on the ground at any one time. That doesn't happen. But for what you want 
on field in this football club? And don't name positions, don't name names. Have you got everything you want? Uh, yeah. So sort of when we forecast forward, I, I still think we're... Um, We've got the ability to uh, to find a higher watermark with a few of our boys at the moment. And when obviously bringing Liam Jones and and Rory to the team, it's just this ability um, defensively and and up forward. Um, Yeah, probably where uh, we were hoping to be able to see, and we were really encouraged over the pre-season period and a couple of those pre-season games with what we saw around the square. Um, You know, a few of those boys, um, you know, coming through like, you know, the Westies and uh, those types of players where we're really sort of hoping to get a a really consistent jump from them um, because that's really the type of player um, that we need, um, not so much on the outside, but just the ability to be able to run and carry the ball and support Marcus and Tom and Jackson and those types of players through the middle of the ground. And, you know, what, what hurts us a little bit, um, and it's you know, you know, really good to have Adam back into the team, uh, but having Adam out of the team and him still working through to full fitness where he can really open up to his uh, top velocity, um, you know, we're still working towards that. So I think from a list perspective, we're not wanting much. Um, so that says to us, and you know, we do ask a question of, of ourselves um, fairly regularly, um, that this team is very capable and, and can challenge. Um, but the reason we're not able to challenge at the moment is because a few of those boys just aren't able to find the consistency that we thought in 2023 that they would. So our challenge is to, to get them there. Turtle, how do you turn last week's disappointment into into a motivation to, to win tonight? What's it been like during the week? It's very rare you see the skipper in, in Bont, the frustration post the final siren, throwing the mouth guard onto the, onto the ground, and then um, obviously the disappointment uh, off the back of that as a collective team, you know, seeing you guys at the, at the end of the game last weekend. So how do you turn that? How have you worked this week to, to get that motivation level back to where it should be? Uh, I think just reiterating, um, you know, what, what all the good things were because there were so many of them throughout the course of the game. You know, even though that Sydney got um, those little sort of run on of, 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 of a few goals in a row during the middle part of the game, um, our, our good football and our, our ball movement was was very positive. So uh, it's just reiterating that um, and and continuing to show them, you know, where we are getting beaten, uh, where we are getting rolled. Um, and, and they're the areas that um, have been fairly, um, I guess, a common theme for us over the course of this year. Um, the Marcus uh, frustration is an interesting one because clearly, um, you know, the frustration um, part of that was uh, losing by two points um, for all the effort um, that the boys and he had put into uh, into the game. Uh, but he was equally as frustrated, you know, being being captain and probably thought he could have made a better decision, you know, right at the death um, with one of his kicks inside 50 that he was really disappointed about. So, you know, the first thing he said to me was just the, just the kick, Granny, just the kick. So so those sort of things um, uh, probably weigh heavily on him because he's such a professional um, and he, you know, uh, thrives on the, on the pressure and the responsibility. And he probably thought he had the opportunity as one of the players um, of a few uh, towards the end of the game. Our inside 50 kicks were were really ordinary um, and we didn't maximise the opportunity. So, um, you know, that was probably him showing his frustration, um, not just in the team, but himself. Since you, Turtle, have you seen a player like uh, the Bond-dominated game the way that he does? Uh, other than yourself, John. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. One, one coming your way. Um, oh, he's a special player. Uh, I've, I've been asked this very often, and I'm sure you have too, mate, uh, being a Bulldog uh, uh, legend, that 
you know, he's unique. Um, the fact he actually looks at me in the eye as a so almost six foot fourer <laughs> and he plays midfield is quite extraordinary. Um, but he's unique because of um, the consistency he's able to uh, play at at the absolute highest level. And you know, he's he's not an accumulator of the ball, although he he can get his hands on it um, and be a thirty plus uh, possession type player. But He's a scoreboard player um, and he's an amazing defensive player. And, you know, what I liken him to is that sort of Michael Jordan um, aspect of his game where it was a, an amazing offensive player, Michael Jordan, um, but, you know, he was um, multiple um, defensive player of the year um, across the, the, the course of his career as well. Yeah. And he valued that just as highly. And, and that's how Marcus plays. Um, Chris, he's, he's quite amazing. Can I ask... Uh, Brad Johnson is like the Stepford wife of football. <laughs> Everything about him is perfect. Everything about him is nice and neat and perfect. Um, he's probably the perfect husband, the perfect dad. Oh, too old for this it now. Gives us the shits. Yeah, what was does. the thing that upset you most about Brad Johnson? The, the fact that he is perfect, Dan, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the most true. What did he annoy you with? <laughs> Very. I, I used to live in his back pocket. I annoyed Turtle <laughs> like there was, there, was, there was no tomorrow. I'll save you. I'll save you here, Turtle, because I've heard a rumour that you, uh, the boys are in the 98 tracksuit in the warm-up. I can see at the moment. Yep. Did you just roll yours out of the cupboard? Because you don't get rid of anything. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a fair bit in the cupboard. Um, <laughs> That, that garage of mine, as you know, is, is full with a lot of stuff. I'm a hoarder. Um, I'm pretty sure there's an ICI tracksuit in there. <laughs> I remember that. That's very good. Hey, just a couple of quick ones to finish, Granny. They've got Where... the ICI logo on these. Yeah, they have. That's yeah. great, isn't it? Yep. Where will Buku Kamas play tonight? He'll play forward. Yep. Um, yeah, no, definitely play forward, Jared. And he's been going really well. It's... Yeah, it's that tall timber brigade that um, has sort of held him back a little bit from um, participating at AFL level uh, for us. Uh, but he's been tremendous um, and very consistent over the last uh, five to six weeks. So he's earned that opportunity. Um, he's earned the opportunity and, um, and, and kept actually Rory out of the team. Um, so he'll play forward. Um, he's probably going to have to help us in the ruck every now and then. Uh, but it's tremendous. He's just such a, a, a wonderful person. Um, uh, to, to see him get the, the opportunity tonight. Really looking forward to it. And how much opportunity will Bailey Smith get in the centre square? <laughs> uh, I knew that was coming, Jared. You've left it the last. Uh, he'll get a lot of time in the middle, um, as the, as the, uh, generally as the player, um, as a midfield player that rolls up from half forward. And the reason, um, and I know Luke's touched on this, the reason that that's the case is because his ability to be able to get across the ground is quite extraordinary, really. So he will, he'll roll up from, from half forward as that, that fifth midfielder, really. Um, and as he continues to work on his craft um, as, a, um, as an absolute um, you know, starting the square uh, centre bounce player, um, he'll get more opportunity in there. Um, so, you know, he's a professional. He's working hard on it. Um, you know, hopefully him back into the team gives us a real spike tonight. Grandy, great to have you with us. Thanks a lot. Thanks, boys.